Hi, welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery, Don here. Uh, I think I'm back on my roll again. <laughs> I, if you've been following me for a while, I kind of go in spurts. I'm doing the interviews, and, and now I'm back into doing these little podcasts. Um, we'll see how long it lasts. Uh, I think the main reason I've enjoyed it now is now I have a, a, a virtual assistant to help me. And uh, she's been putting these. So I, is, let me talk to you about the workflow. If you, if you want to do your own podcast, this works well for me now is I, I record them on Anchor, that's the one I use, and I label it, give it a name, and then I drop it into the box for my virtual assistant, and she just, when she has time, she uploads them and kind of spreads them out and puts anything else underneath the description. But that's that's the easiest format now. What I want to talk about uh, today is uh, I wish I had done it sooner, Okay. And this is a, a common comment. I had a patient recently, he had a ulcer on the bottom of his big toe. One of these IPJ ulcers, if you're familiar with those, those are due to hallux limitus. He had a f- first ray that was elevated a little bit and it was jamming over the joint. And he had one on the other side and he is a diabetic and he ulcerated. And you know, these things can just take forever because he was a large gentleman. He worked on big uh, trucks that was his job he was a kind of a mechanic or diesel mechanic and the darn thing just wouldn't heal and we had to to we're trying to get it to heal trying we he has orthotics we tried different wound dressings but ultimately the whole problem is the pressure and the jamming in the joint especially at that ipj joint and we did it on the other side, and I think we, gosh, we dealt with this ulcer. I think many times I deal with these ulcers for three months, six months, maybe even a year, because this guy just didn't want to take time off of work. And ultimately, the ulcer just got really big, and we did a uh, a, a, a Keller arthroplasty. So the only thing I use Kellers for, that's where you take off the base of the proximal phalanx, and to give it better range of motion. Why? Because he's not very active. I know it's a joint destructive procedure, but he's not very active. It'll get him back to work a little bit sooner. And uh, frankly, I'm just not very good at doing lapidus to bring down the first ray. That would have been another option. But I, 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 with this guy, with this IPJ, it's either an IPJ arthroplasty, a, a Keller. And some people are trying these um, plantar fascial, like uh, partial plantar fascial releases where you loosen the, release everything on the medial column. I, I didn't do that. So I did this. But then afterwards, he said, you know, Doc, I wish you would have told me to do this sooner. I wish I would have done it sooner. And I've heard that for a couple of things. So I, I've, I've heard that for that. And then I also have patients, they come in and they've tried everything, like cortisone injections, uh orthotics and then finally they do shockwave and, and they say oh you know I wish I would have done it sooner so many of these patients I'm finding they wish it would wish it would do it sooner I want to make a little uh, analogy here between that and how about someone that comes with an infected ingrown toenail you know when they come in with the infected ingrown toenail we do a matrix act or a matrixectomy or we remove the nail edge and we, we numb it up we say you know I know you don't want to do this but this is what you kind of have to do and you don't really give them an option so no one ever leaves without that because we are so convinced and we are so confident that that's the best thing for them that we do it and I want to kind of uh, kind of take this now that that same confidence and that same kind of we're defined in the purpose and what they need and take that over to where I struggle with I want to kind of explain this and I think many of us do maybe it's just me if, if you don't, that's great. But the same thing with um, 
with doing shockwave and then doing orthotics and doing things like that that aren't covered by insurance. And and I was as I was thinking about it, they they say many times after they get it that they wish they have done it sooner. And I think that the challenge, the more it's our our belief that they will work for them. Now I am I've done so much shockwave now that I, I do believe there. I know the patients that they'll work for. And I, my belief system is there that it will work for them. I still struggle, and this is what I've talked to other people about, with orthotics. Like, and, and the reason I think I struggle with it is, well, will they get better without the orthotics? Or do they actually need the, or, the orthotics? Like, will, will they be fine just without it as well, right? And I guess you can do that, you know, similar to if they come in with an ingrown toenail. And could you just kind of trim out the edge and trim the callus, or do they really need to do the procedure where you numb up the toe? And in my experience, as we as I do this longer and longer, I realize, well, it's just a lot easier to just numb it up and take it out than it is to um, dinker around with pulling down the nail edge with a, with a Band-Aid. That, I just don't do that. Uh, I know some people, if they don't have the, the scope of practice, they may do that, that are listening to this, but I just kind of numb them up and take it out. So it, it's the same thing for, for, our, for our treatments. What are things that we can be doing or should we be doing sooner for our patients to get them better and kind of offering that. And what I found, like the, 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 my most elegant thing that I've been doing now, I'm, I'm always giving it a new name, okay? So what I'm using now is something called a patient treatment tool. And if you want to look at it, um, I've put it at uh, patientpresentation.com. So if you go to patientpresentation.com, put your email in there, and you can say, like, look at the tool or look at the presentations. This is how I do it now. And, and so what, what these are is you'll, you'll see there's a list of basically my, my patient presentations, and they're going to open up, and you can actually use the same ones that I use. So if you have someone with an ingrown toenail, you can use my slides. If you have someone with heel pain, you can use mine, Achilles tendonitis, anything else that you have. You can use it. It's free. I would Once you open it and put your email the first time, you can get the link to it. It's a link tree. Uh, and then I would just save it to your browser so you can get back to it. So you can save it, show it on your computer. You can save it on your phone. You can have your patient open up to it as well on their phone. And it's, it's kind of a cool, a cool uh, method of doing it. Most importantly, because then you can show them like the treatment options. And I want to share one way that I preface things with patients. And this is kind of, uh, it kind of comes around to, once again, confidence and how you communicate with patients. But I think we're all really bad at it. I shouldn't say everyone. I'm bad at it. I'm trying to work on getting better at, at communicating better with my patients. In the in the one transition you're going to find is is when I start to to tr- to treat and uh, explain things to patients specifically when I do my treatment evaluator. There's a certain slide if you pull it up on um, my plantar fasciitis slide. This is the one I use every single day in practice. It's the patient treatment evaluator, plantar fascial treatment evaluator, and it talks about the different treatment options. And I always say, Mrs. Jones, you know y- there are many different types of treatments that you can have for plantar fasciitis. And my objective is to go over them and I'm gonna explain what's the best treatment in my opinion. And some of these are covered by insurance and some of them aren't covered. Uh, But I'm gonna share them all with you. Is that okay? So in that little word right there, where I get permission from the patient, this is something I didn't know, it, it, it gets permission them prior to me explaining all the treatments and then I can explain to them, okay, shockwave, 
is this much, orthotics are this much. I think even though these aren't covered by insurance, they are better treatments, and this is the reason why. And they can, and it's a much easier conversation. What I used to do in the past is I didn't preface it, and then when I started to present things, I used to present, like let's say I talked about cortisone, and I talked about icing, anti-inflammatory, stretching, things like that. And then at the end, I'm almost like apologizing. I'm saying, ah, and and then and then then they have their defenses up because the first time that you bring up something, just so you know, they're going to say no. They're going to defend, okay? They're going to defend. They're going to say no. Why? Just because that's our natural process. We're going to say no to, to anything the first time we hear about it. But if I, if I preface it, so as I'm explaining plantar fasciitis, as I'm showing them why it is, and then I go into there and say, okay, Mrs. Jordan, I'm going to go over the different treatment options. Um, my obligation to you is to share all the treatments with you. I'm going to share what some that are covered by insurance and others that aren't covered by insurance. But the reason I do that is because many times uh, these treatments get you better faster and are going to get you back to whatever your activity is faster. Is that okay? So I would recommend just trying that in your conversation today, trying about getting permission first, and then when you go in to talk about, okay, you need three or six sessions of shockwave, or you need, uh, or what, what's essential for you is, is custom orthotics. Uh, that's been working for me lately, and once again, it's doing what what works best for the patient. So anyway, that's that's my thought today. Uh, I would love to to have you guys try this this uh, uh, patient treatment tool at go to uh, patientpresentations.com, patientpresentation.com, and uh, you can get that tool right there. Try it out. Let me know what you think. Okay, guys, have a good one.